Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It is Independence Day, and no, not the movie. It is actually July 4th, which means hot dogs and beer. If you drink beer, I do not drink alcohol, but hot dogs, <laughs> beer. I just want to make sure that got in there. Make in sure we anyone... know that you're not an alcoholic. We appreciate that, Michael. Thank well, you. Well, I, I do not drink. Um, I do not drink anymore. Uh, not not even close. That voice you hear is Jeff Turner. I'm Michael Rossi, and this is Greeny. On ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Series XM, Channel 80 Greeny is always presented by Progressive Insurance. And, you know, it wouldn't be an American holiday if there wasn't a take out there that was just so ludicrous it can be pilloried. And just, uh, just it was awful. And our lovely ESPN Radio host, Peter Burns, offered one about baseball yesterday that left both Jeff Turner and I shaking our heads. So we're going to start there, and that way you can hear it, and then we'll explain. I'm a firm believer, Rob, that if you get popped for substance abuse or, or, or any type of uh, abusing substances in the, in the banned topics or banned list, you should never be an all-star ever again. Like, you lose that right. And, and this is something. I like Fernando Tatis Jr. I think he's exciting for the game. I think he's a great player. Hell, I think he may have even made a mistake, which I don't necessarily 100% believe that it was uh, on the up and up, but whatever. He got popped. He got suspended. And if that's the case, you should lose that right. Forever? You should lose the right forever. Well, Jeff Turn, you and I were going back and forth on this earlier, but I think we both are in somewhat of a similar ballpark, to pun intended, of what we're looking at here. I'm going to leave the floor to you, Jeff Turn. Your thoughts on Peter Burns' thoughts. Listen, uh, I'm probably the last person to advocate for what Peter Burns was, was trying to sell us there. Like the greatest time in baseball in my lifetime was the nineties when everybody was juiced up. Like it was the best, most exciting time. The time I watched most baseball, my favorite players to ever play the game have all been linked to PEDs. Like (laughs) Alex Rodriguez is my favorite player. Second, Mark McGuire, third, Barry Bonds, like in that order, all linked to it. I don't care what they took. I don't care when they took it. It allowed me to have the most fun watching a game that I ever have. And I watch sports for entertainment. I don't care about the sanctity of history in a sport. I could care less about the integrity of the game. I want to be entertained, all right? So I. So you care only less. care about it in hot dog eating contests? Is that what you're telling me here? Yeah, because, yeah. I, because Chester, I'm pretty Chester's sure about... A cheater. He's a uh, because I'm okay. pretty sure a half hour ago yes, you you were yes, very yes. bothered. Yes, by very bothered that. by him dipping his hot dogs in water. That right there is egregious. All right, okay. taking PEDs <laughs> far from egregious. So, okay, so just uh, just to be clear, just to be Mark clear, McGuire, right? yes, Joey Chestnut, no, got it, hundred percent, right? And and so um, I, and honestly, like I think the the rules back then you weren't getting tested in the '90s, et cetera. So you know it was more of a level playing field if you will as far as what everyone was doing at that time nowadays it's different so if a guy is doing something i i'm not going to sit here and you know spend hours arguing that they shouldn't be suspended for a certain amount of games i think it's absolutely ridiculous that we would take someone out for an entire year based on peds i think that's stupid um and i also think that you know penalizing people for hgh when it can be used uh, legal HGH to repair and get you back on the field instead of just bulk you up so that your head's the size of a watermelon like Barry Bonds is a totally different story. But in this case, like, what is he talking about? Fernando Tatis Jr. lost money, lost games, 
couldn't play in the postseason, and then now we're going to throw the hammer down even more and say you can never go to an All-Star game, which is an exhibition, and there is no real winner and loser because it's not attached to the World Series home field advantage. Who cares if he goes to the All-Star game? Who cares if they trot him out on the Budweiser horses and let him throw out the first pitch? I don't care. That, that to me, was like just completely overboard with regards to adding punishment to a crime that I don't think is as egregious as many people believe it to be. No, listen, I'm with you there. I, I completely disagree with our colleague Peter Burns in terms of that he should never be allowed to go there again, Because, but not for, I think, the reason that, that you have. I have it because it sends down a slippery slope, right? Because then if someone is, say, convicted of a crime or charged with a crime, they should then not be allowed to go to the All-Star game. And I actually think that that's a, a more fair argument in, across sports if that ends up happening. So if wait, wait a second. So if they got you, you're telling me that if they commit a crime, no, they, I mean, well, like a real, like not, not like a, a small like a domestic thing. violence talking, abuser in baseball shouldn't be able to go to an all star game. No, what? No, what? like absolutely, well, he shouldn't be allowed to play. Period. But that's another conversation, I think. Like, no, 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 no. Absolutely. We can't take away people's professions based on crimes where they are pub- where they are actually punished publicly in but the that, court no, but of that, law. But that, is my, but that is what my point is here, is that if you're okay. going to suspend somebody for HGH, or you're going to say you can't go there for HGH, then you also have to do that for actual crimes. Okay. And, and, and that is what I'm getting at. If you're going to go okay, there, do one, you have to go okay, there yeah. for, for, with actual sure. crimes. Now, sure. for me personally, I do also believe that that, depending on the level of crime, that and, and depending on whether or not there has been an actual conviction in a court of law, I do think that there should be that sort of penalty for players. However, if we're going to go with Peter Burns' argument, that is what I'm saying is that if you're going to go there, it also has to go here. Also, who disagreed with Peter Burns? Former Jazz Center Greg Ostertag, <laughs> who was so perplexed on ESPN Radio, he called into the show to respond to Peter Burns. I agree with the suspension, but I, I kind of feel like, I was just listening, I kind of feel like It'd be no different than somebody in society committing a felony, going and doing their time. And the way you're saying is that they can get a job, but they can never have a high-paying job and or run a company, a CEO, be the CEO of a company. So no, Greg, that's kind of where I, I, I disagree I, with you. I, he, he, he's done his time. Right. You know, he, he's, paid his, he's paid the price. You know, as long as he stays clean, why can't he? I, 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 I just, I, you know, I see your argument. I also see the other argument. Tell I think him, Greg. deserves a chance to be by the way, that voice you hear at the end, tell him, Greg, is our wonderful producer, Evan Wilner, who is definitely egging Greg Ostertag on there. Well done, Evan Wilner. Listen, I feel like Greg Ostertag was sort of nice when he called in there because, I I mean, Greg Ostertag played in the NBA. Nobody's going to take the mic away from him when he calls into ESPN Radio. He should have – because when he was listening and he called in, I know he felt a little bit more passionate about it. I wish he would have laid it out there a little bit more because, I mean, listen, that that was like the the – <laughs> That was like the hot takeish of the hot takeish takes right there, right? Like that was sure. the I'm just gonna throw fuel on the fire because I think that we need to be. And I w- I would wonder too. Like I just I I would wonder with Peter Burns if he thinks the suspensions right now that are being handed out are too light because it feels like if you're gonna do the All Star thing, he feels like there should be more. I think they are too rough right now. Like if you get popped. 10 games, second time, 20 games, third, 30, 40, 50. Like, I'm not going to sit here and take away seasons from players because, listen, I don't think that the appetite is the same as it once was with regards to, to those words, PEDs, as it was in the 80s and 90s. Like, if you would have said, well, the sanctity of the game and the integrity of the game, I think more people than ever tune into sports 
to be entertained in today's world. And whatever happens, happens. Because I don't know many people that say, I didn't like watching all the home runs in the 90s, and I knew that they were juiced. I, I can't find many of those humans, and I think that translates to people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s today. Yeah, you're, you're probably right in that, although you're also talking about a sport in baseball that there are some people who vote for the Hall of Fame in baseball who are so just – you know, funny set in their way, set in their ways that they refuse to vote for anybody on the first ballot, which is just asinine. They should I, lose their vote. There's a, there's a hot they take. Are, we, take we away their vote. Agree, we are in agreement there. Take there away is their no vote. doubt about that. They should not have a vote. Of course, I can also make the argument that I don't think that when because I've had this argument in the NBA as well. Like, if you are a journalist, you should not be voting on something that actually references some sort of monetary thing because obviously all right. NBA some of that stuff is tied yes. to that and, yes and, you know I'm, I'm all on board with that it's that's again another conversation I think for another day not maybe on the celebrated day that is July 4th from one of the worst takes to one of the worst lists we're ranking things on green and it's next but first Jeff has this from AutoZone Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, or if you need to get a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven, tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little Miley on your July 4th. You, you do know who Miley Cyrus is, Jeff Turn, right? Oh, buddy, do I ever. One of the greatest musicians ever. Came from oh. one of the greatest musicians ever in Billy Ray. Wonderful okay, family. Well, well, at least we know... Here on Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Series XM Channel, that Jeff Turn knows some sort of music. He knows who a musical artist is. That, however, might be proven wrong here in the next few minutes as we do the Green List. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. So because it is July 4th here, what we are going to do on Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, is this. 
we're going to go through our top five bands that to us scream Americana. And I can promise you these lists are going to be different. So I'm going to start. We're going to go back and forth here. I'm going to go first. Jeff Turn's going to go next. And we're going to go back and forth here. And I'm going to start with number five. Number five. Nothing to me says America like the first concert I went to. And that, of course, is Def Leppard. Because Pour Some Sugar on Me is one of the biggest American rock anthems out there. It is one of the most exciting songs out there. And if you know anything about Def Leppard, you know how talented they are and how many hits they have. They were a verifiable hit machine, Jeff Turn, in the 1980s. I, so listen, I have no problem with Def Leppard. Uh, you know, a lot of people in the 80s in America love Def Leppard. Uh, but listen, that's that's before I was born, so it really didn't happen. Uh, 85 is the is the barometer. For How am I five except- years older than you? So listen, um, <laughs> Neil Diamond, Miley Cyrus, honorable mentions on my list. At number five for me, Toby Keith. Okay, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue American Anthem. Uh, absolutely love it. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna play a little Toby for you. Gosh, man, just oh yes, sing it, Toby. Number five on my list, Toby Keith. Number four. Well, I mean, listen, when we're talking about hard rock, we're talking about a little metal. Nothing, 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 quite says it like these guys. ACDC major list, huh? ACDC made my list because, of course, this is a rock anthem. This is something that's so powerful because how can you not love ACDC? Well, at number four for me, I think of my guy Elvis. All right? Like, this is all Americans have listened to Elvis at one point in their life, whether it was grandpa playing it on the – on the old beatbox, uh, or if it was jukebox, or if it was you driving through the state of Tennessee, you're going to find yourself at some point listening to some Elvis. You will, and you'll maybe shake some hips as well. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah. El- Elvis or Willie Nelson? Yeah, you gave us you gave us a wrong list there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did it's you not make a last minute change to your list? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. you did. I got okay. Willie Nelson at four, then I moved Elvis out. Oh, yeah, man, see, Jeff, Jeff Turn can't even put a list together of I'm American so artists. I'm so sorry, Willie Nelson yeah, at four, four Elvis at four, Willie Nelson slash Elvis. Okay, that's what I had on see, my list. So you're cheating Monday. now. So let, all right, let's let's get to number three here. All right, number three. Who is this? Who is this? Mamma Mia! Mario? All right, Jeff, we're going to give you two guesses here, even though it's on the screen of who this is. is this I think even though it's on the screen, you Mario, won't get Mario, Luigi, who's this? Mamma Mia? <laughs> this, of this? Cor- this, of course, is ABBA, which, if you know anything about ABBA, that was before you were born. They're clearly not American at all. They are Swedish. They won the Eurovision contest way back in the day. It's what popularized Eurovision. Jeff Turn, of course, doesn't know anything about Eurovision because Listen, that would we mean just, he had we to Dakota. We replaced ABBA with Willie Nelson, all right? So your list is better, all right? No, we'll ABBA Nelson deserves in. to Elvis be on this list. Like, nothing screams American in July 4th to me like ABBA does. Who's okay, three for you? I won't mess up my list anymore. I'm going to go back to it. And number three, Tom Petty. Okay? All right, that I'll give you. Free Fallen, uh, American Girl. Uh, just, I mean, this dude is this dude is all American right here, man. Tom uh, have Petty, you, did you ever see three. Tom Petty perform live? Yes, twice. 
I saw him in Mudcrutch. He was incredible. Amazing, man. Absolutely. Tom Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I got Tom Petty at number three. Oh, yeah, there's there's a story I can really probably can't tell on air. That's a Tom Petty story because it contains profanity. But it is among a certain segment of my friends, it is a yearly conversation about Tom Petty because of a guy that was in the stands when we or was in the crowd when we saw Tom Petty play. It was Amazing. it was wild. Number two. So here's Number the thing. Two. This shocks <laughs> me because my co-host here, Jeff Turn here on Greeny, did not know who. What anything that Queen had sung? No, you here's what nothing here's about Queen. You said so, what has Queen sung? Yeah, that was that, your exact words, Jeff Turn. Evan, yeah, back would, me up. I would never. I mean, that's okay, that was a quote. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know. All right, like I don't, I don't know who sings these songs. I've heard these songs, but like they aren't. You don't like know who Freddie 40. Mercury is. Dude, that sounds like something. That sounds like a burger chain. Okay, I went to Freddie Mercury's the other day and got myself a nice cheeseburger. Like I don't. All know. right, like, Johnny Rockets, calm down there. I mean, see, that's the thing, Freddie Mercury. That sounds like a fast food joint. I didn't know anything about that. All right. Oh, you're 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 breaking my heart here with my my famed British know, band this Queen. One, this is Mighty Ducks, right? Mighty Ducks. Oh All right, Jeff. What's your number two? <laughs> number two for me, Bruce Springsteen, and it was tough for me to not put him number one. But Bruce Springsteen, I mean, come on, man. This just makes you want to wear like a, you know, a flag shirt, have it cut off at the sleeves, you know, some sort of a, I don't know even if, if Budweiser is Americana anymore, but I'll put a Budweiser in my hand. Oh, listen, <laughs> there, there's no better performer than, than Bruce. I've seen Bruce multiple times. I love going to his shows. Three hours straight of just attack, attack, attack in terms of like high energy. Oh, nothing beats a Bruce show, man. All right, let's get nothing to the number one. Show. Number one. Jeff Turn wants to read through the screen right now because obviously you know who this is. And if you've ever listened to Jeff and I on the radio before, you know this is a running joke with us because Jeff Turn has no respect for the Beatles. He doesn't believe None. in the Beatles. He well, thinks I do, they're I terrible. Come on, man. Be honest with them. I have a lot of respect. I think their greatest performance ever happened at Cirque du Soleil in Vegas, as I've told you on the strip. Greatest thing they ever uh, did. Yeah, well, no. The Beatles are the best band, period, ever. And to me, yes, even though they're British, we're going to put them as the best, as the thing that reminds me the most of Americana, because all you got to think of, again, this is before either one of our lifetimes, when they came over to the United States, they changed and influenced all of music. Backstreet Boys, sync, even 98 degrees. I'll take some more of that versus the Beatles. All right, number one for me, the greatest performer of anyone's lifetime, Taylor Swift, baby. Sign me up, number one. I love, I love T-Swift. Like, I, uh, I just got done watching her in Minneapolis. The absolute best. Um, Taylor Swift. And listen, the, the, the song that scre- Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Um, I mean, my wife listens to Taylor Swift. I kid you not from the time she wakes up till the time she goes to bed, whether it's in the shower, in the car, wherever we are. My kids love Taylor Swift. It's generational. All right. Yeah. She is the best performer. She is the best artist she is america right now taylor swift number one she is she is worldwide let's just not like limit her to america she is worldwide there's no ta- i love taylor swift i i am so well documented are you i'm a, a well documented swifty on yes. the espn radio airwaves you can ask any of uh, most of the producers i if there's i find out i'm a co-host that it does not like taylor swift 
I then make our, I ask our board ops to then play Taylor Swift, much like I do with you <laughs> and the Beatles. Yes. I, I try to inundate with Taylor Swift. Some will play along, some will not. But did you love our lists, hate our lists? Did you get the point of my list? React to it all next. Give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM at Channel 80. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny, the podcast. Hey, there's nothing quite like some Katy Perry. Need some left shark going on right now, some right shark going on right now. Jeff Turn is dancing in a very, like, middle-aged way. He's got his finger wagging. I, I really don't know what's going on right here. We're off the rails here. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Happy July 4th, American Independence Day to you alongside Jeff Turn. I'm Michael Rothstein. Last segment, we unveiled our top five uh, American Americana July 4th, what makes us think of July 4th. Lists and I hear Evan Wilner that um, there, there's some consternation out there, huh? A little bit, little bit consternation out there. Uh, He's probably still answering memories. phone calls. He might right still now. be answering phone calls. So we're gonna I was go actually right still to- trying to Google who won the Revolutionary War. Some guy told <laughs> me it wasn't any of the bands that you named. So. Oh well, I oh man, that's that's wild. I, I can't believe that that, that that's happened. Well, actually, go to that caller, Paul in Virginia. What's going on, man? Uh, I hear you have some issues with me. <laughs> Paul, you we there? Lost Paul. We lost Paul. Snoop, Snoop Dogg, James Brown. Yes. I mean. There's so many other guys that are American that can really rock. I, I think that I missed out on my list a little bit because I didn't have anybody from hip-hop. I feel like Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, um, all should have maybe been honorable mentions, at least on mine. So I apologize. I'll take onus on that responsibility for not having them on mine. Uh, but uh, I can't say anything for your god awful list. I, I I I take no. I take. I, I am perfectly comfortable with my list. I am perfectly comfortable. We'll go to Jeff in Louisiana. Jeff, what's going on, man? How are, how are you guys, fellas? Good. We're great. Happy how are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm calling from Terrebonne Parish, Louisiana, and I know I know as folks down in in Louisiana, we don't have a very repu- good reputation about being smart sometimes. But, I mean, you had me laughing out loud because I think some of you guys, one of you guys missed the assignment. Like, I'm looking for bands that scream Americana, and you gave me four British bands and ABBA. Boom! Jeff from Louisiana, you're smarter than what they give you credit for down there. Yeah, Jeff, you you caught me. You caught me. Except, by the way, ACDC's Australian. But you did catch me. I purposely purposely went with no American bads. You did catch on to the shtick there a little bit. Well done. But they're all rock, man. They're all rock, right? Yeah, they, they, they are uh, all rock. And, and here's the thing. And, and Jeff, do correct, if you're, if you're still there, do, do correct me if I'm wrong. I think almost every one of the bands that I did play has some sort of like feeling for Americans in America, right? Well, I mean, I understand why the British bands have an interest in the American Independence Day, but I'm not sure why Scandinavian ABBA would care, like what we're doing here on the 4th of July. I'm surprised you didn't say Depeche Mode. I mean, nothing says America like Depeche Mode, right? <laughs> Well played. No, honestly, ABBA was the one that uh, that that kind of. Pro- if I had to do the list over again, I might have gone elsewhere other than ABBA. But uh, I, you know, I have a great affiliation of great affinity for Eurovision, and I wanted to be able to sneak something in there. Thanks for the call, man. Have a good July Fourth. 
I would say, Michael, though, like all of these bands are Americana because I feel like America, we just take things from other countries anyway and just claim them to be our own or or try to make them better and probably make them worse. Like I would argue, I would argue all of them are Americana. Like. Evan, I'd say they were all bigger in the United States than they were wherever the hell they that were That is from. absolutely a fact. Yes, well, absolutely. I mean, maybe not the Beatles. I mean, I'm just Beatlemania, saying. that was yeah, United States. That, that was worldwide, though. That was worldwide. Let, Robert in Las Vegas, let, let's go. Come on, what do you got? <laughs> ah, <laughs> up on. That's perfect. That's what he's got for your list right there. Fair enough. Well done. Kent in Virginia, what do you got for our list? Did it wrong, man. Hey, um, how many poor should be Bruce, Toby Keith, Elvis Presley? That's three. Um, who else? Who else did I have? Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix should be number one. Number one. And there was somebody else. All right, Madonna. Um, oh God, um, Kiss. 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 Should be third. Kiss. Yeah, uh, Kiss. All right. Yeah, kiss. I, I, can, I can get down with that. Yeah, I can get down with that. No, can't, you can't put kiss on there. I mean, uh, Jeff Turner just just hates hates quality. I can't help you there. Hey, Kat, that, I I actually appreciate your listen. Jimi Hendrix is a very 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 good option there. Uh, I mean, nothing quite screams the 1960s more than Jimi Hendrix and what he's able to do on guitar. Have a good July Fourth, man. Appreciate the call. Do the same. We'll go. We'll get one more call here, Jeff Turner. Mark in Michigan. What do you got? Oh, I'm glad you picked me up. I'm a guitar instructor. <laughs> you got yes! guy on the line here. <laughs> um, Wait, where in Michigan I'm, out of being curiosity? From Michigan, being in the Midwest, you forgot Ario Speedwagon, you forgot Sticks, you forgot Kid Rock, but the Southern Rock, I got to say Leonard Skinner's got to be in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, we messed. Leonard Don't you Skinner think? should have probably been on there. Yeah, uh, no, Kid Leonard Rock, Skinner. Another good honorable mention. Uh, that dude loves himself. Some American. Special. I'm a I mean, brother. special. There's another good one. I mean, uh, but I'm 63, so the furthest back I can remember when I was watching TV was the Beatles. I was three years old, so it was that's the furthest back I can remember when they were on Ed Sullivan. You guys have a great day. Talk to you. Th- thanks, man. I appreciate it. No, listen, he, he's right. There, there is a there is that's the great part about this, right, Jeff Turner? There, there's an incredible amount of, of quality American bands out there that that you can hit on Greenies presented by Progressive Insurance that's alongside Jeff Turner on Michael Rothstein. And uh, Jeff, there's just so many. Right. Because like, we didn't even hit on Nirvana right. like, well, or Soundgarden. Yeah, man. You could, you, Pearl the, Jam. The, the list can be very, very fluid, as Stephen A. Smith would say. Very, very fluid with his list. Because, um, again, songs come out that really hit Americana. And then you can kind of go from there. I mean, like Miley Cyrus, for me, Party in the USA, is just a great song to play on the 4th of July. Uh, along with you know a lot of others that maybe are just a song or two, not screaming America like Leonard Skinner does. So I, I'm mad at myself for not putting Leonard Skinner on my top five. No, absolutely. We'll go back to the phones. Mike and Ithaca, who do you got? But before you get there, I just have one quick question for you. Is the shortstop deli still around? <laughs> yes, it's still around, my man. Yes! They need, I love that they place. Need the plug. They need the plug, so thank you. Yeah, uh, I love that so place, got, man. Yeah, so look. You know, no judgment whether you love them or hate them. Uh, I got to go uh, Kid Rock. Yeah. I've got to go Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And then a little, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to dive deep here with uh, Grand Funk Railroad. They did American Ooh. Band. That's good. I like that. I like that. That's a good, that's a solid top three. And because you mentioned that, I'll throw out another one that I obviously didn't have on my list, which is 
quite frankly. George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic. Kind of missed that one, too. Oh, but, of course, yeah. I, I, was, I was definitely going with a certain quality in my list, of course, that was no American bands. Really appreciate the call, man. Michael, I got to ask, that last band that he said, I would have guessed, I don't know who that is, but I would have guessed that would have been a band that was made up on Thomas the Train, one of the shows my kids watch. But who was that last one that he mentioned there? Grand Funk Railroad? Uh, Grand Funk Railroad, yes. Can we, uh, Evan, can we do the last... Thomas the Train, Grand <laughs> Funk Railroad. Evan, can we just turn the last half hour of the show into like a Jeff Turn like educational session? Like name on that music. tune. We'll just play yeah. songs and play we'll the see. Tune if, and yeah, I'll be like, dude, I don't have a clue. Like, for Jeff Turn, it'll be. Can you name that tune in four hundred and twenty-three notes? In other words, <laughs> the just, entire song. The TRL and forward is where I'm at in my life. All right, TRL <laughs> and forward. That's where I'm at. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive, Progressive offers a great price and round-the-clock protection when bundling your home and auto. It's one of those rare times where you can save money and get something great like some American music like Taylor Swift. Bundle today at Progressive.com. It is an honor to all those now living to behold this man. He is the fortress at the center of our nation. Of one nation under God! Indivisible, the is champion, Joey Chestnut! A while away from the man, the myth, the legend, the icon, Joey Chestnut, trying to once again win the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Channel 80, alongside Jeff Turn. I'm Michael Rothstein. And Jeff, I'm so excited for this. Starts at noon on ESPN2, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. The corner of Surf and Stillwell in Coney Island while the cyclone looks overhead. Oh, man. Ah, this is some good stuff here. Some good stuff, Jeff Turn. You excited? You're going to watch all of it. You're going to hear all of George Shea. That's who you heard there before introducing Joey Chestnut. You're going to hear all his introductions. You're going to watch with me, my man. I mean, I'm going to watch it because we're doing radio till 1230. So, I mean, I'm going to put it on the <laughs> television here so that I have something to watch. But, no, I'm not as excited as you. As far as the odds are concerned, Joey Chestnut minus 3,000. The next best competitors are all plus 1,400. Uh, basically, Vegas is enticing you to lose money. Uh, and, and then Joey Chestnut will run away with the thing as he does every single year. I do want to ask you, though, um, with regards to this event itself, you said you went to it before? Oh yes, I've been to it. I've been to it. Like, what, what do you do? Like, you just show up and stand with a bunch of people and watch people like, eat hot dogs. Or are there yes. other events going on? No, know, that's exactly what you do. You that stand there cool. and you watch. You watch the competition, and there is cameras I used to everywhere. Do that you'll the, see at it at the park. At the park, and watch Uncle Vinny, and he'd just eat hot dogs all day, and I didn't have to travel to Staten Island to do it. It was much easier. I could just head on home. Wow, you even uh, you even adopted a little bit of a weird New York accent there. Good, good Uncle attempt. Vinny, yeah, I don't good have an Uncle Vinny. There. I don't good have an Uncle Vinny. Jeff Turn. Yeah, good does it look like I have an Uncle Vinny? All right, no, first of all. it sure does not. <laughs> does not uh, you like might, you might have, have an Uncle... Uh, I, I, an Uncle Bob, uh, maybe, yeah. but not an Uncle Vinny. An Uncle right? Robert, an Uncle Jerry. Perhaps. I have an Uncle Jerry. An, yeah. an Uncle Jedef, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know yeah, you no, can change think, that on Zoom, by the way. I think this is the thing that I, I, I find most fascinating with this, is that like in pool, in darts, in some of these other activities because first of all this is not a sport all right if you can do it while you smoke a cigarette it's not a sport pool darts poker eating hot bowling uh bowling uh so yes so this is a competition great competition great competitors but i i've always been shocked at the domination of kobayashi and then now joy chestnut that like 
in the world, there's not some other human that can get close to what these guys are doing. And it's not they just run away with the thing year in and year out. Well, wait, I, I want to go back to something here. So I want to watch you eat a hot dog and smoke a cigarette at the same time. I'm very curious to see how that take will a puff, go. Take a bite, take a puff, take a bite, take a puff, take a bite. Take a puff, throw a dart. Take a puff, play a card. Take a puff, throw a dart. I mean, take couldn't puff, you say that about ball. baseball too then? They, yeah, they used to smoke. Like the managers used right, to so smoke. Right, so you're saying baseball is not a sport. No, the managers used to smoke. I'm just saying, like, you're not standing up there taking a puff and swinging on a 90-mile-an-hour fastball when you're actually competing. No, but Dude, you, you might can do whatever right you field. want on the side. What's that? You could have been in right field back in the day. Oh, man, come on now. We're not going <laughs> to – come on, man. That's the, the totally different, all right? Totally different. <laughs> How is that totally different? Because I said so. Okay, got it. <laughs> yes, that's good. Man, your kids you're, are rubbing you're, off on you. It's like, it's like I'm dealing with the seven-year-old. That has stood the test of decades. <laughs> That if you can smoke a cigarette while doing it, it's not a well, sport. Well, I'm sorry that your argument had no any sort of like you know rigor. There's no to research it. into what I say. It just yeah, comes no, out and then no, I try no to rigor make to that. The research as no, we rig- go. no, no rigor to that. Much like there will be a lot of rigor, however, in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest because it is tough to do this. It is really hard. The training that is involved, what you have to do to drink the water, to expand your stomach, to get to train, to get used to it. These guys really actually train pretty hard. They run miles. They go for weeks. Joey Jesson has like a two-day process to get ready for this contest, like just the final prep of it. It's wild what some of these guys do. Why are they running and, and miles? Do. I'm just curious. Why are they you running you got to get your body in shape because if you think about it, like so, so we were talking about it earlier, like in 1975 it was like eight hot dogs, but you look at the majority of the competitive eaters now and they are in better shape than me or you, Jeff Turner. Like where you that haven't wasn't seen me with my shirt off, Michael. And I hope I never do. Uh, <laughs> like we, But in all seriousness, they... There is this, like, they are largely in shape. They are largely thin. And it is a much different person that is competing in the hot dog eating contest now than there was 25 years ago when it was just a bunch of kind of, you know, larger people. Like, it, it just, it has changed. And a lot of that has to do to, with Kobayashi. And I think that that's part of why the hot dog eating contest has grown as it has, not only because of the amount of hot dogs, but people were like, whoa, this guy's doing what? And that's kind of where it came from Kobayashi and now Joey Chestnut, who is uh, the world's best eater year in, year out, really looking forward to seeing him compete again today, Jeff Turner. No, and I think when we watched the the year of COVID and the, was it, I don't know if it was 2021 when they did it with the Shields, I mean, it just didn't even feel right. No, and that did see, not. Yes, yeah, to see everybody back. I, I do love the scenes of events like this. Like Sometimes I, I find the atmosphere to be as uh, exciting and entertaining as the actual events themselves. And so like when you see all these people lining up to go to watch humans eat hot dogs or to, like you see the crowds at the World Series of Poker, um, you know, it's just crazy to me that people like take time out of their day and travel or the New Year's Eve celebration. Like I could care less about the ball dropping. I just want to see how many humans have decided to, to congregate in Times Square for like 24 hours to oh. celebrate a ball dropping. Right. Like what what entertains us as humans? Sometimes the scenes around the events are as intriguing to me and to see this and hear that you took time out of your life to go there more than once. More than once, twice. It's yes. fascinating to me. No, fascinating. I, I, the, going to New Year's Eve in New York City, I grew up in New York. Uh, no. That's something that, like, no. You did that? I, I you would, did that no, too? I, oh, no, I, no. No, no, no. no. I, my brother did that, and it is a miserable experience. 
<laughs> it is an. He told me he did it once. It is a miserable experience. I've come close to there on New Year's, but I have not ever gone and actually been there because you also have to get there at like six a.m. to get. That's what I'm saying. Close. That's what I'm saying. And, that, and then you crazy. can't really like go to the. It, it's you can't eat. It's it's. Be just what about the hot dog there. eating contest? How early did you have to show up to get there? I think we rolled in at like eleven forty-five. Oh, nice. uh, because no, because it's not like there's a cap. It's not at least back when I went in the uh, mid aughts, there wasn't a cap. It's not. It's just they close off the streets at Surf and Stillwell, and right in front of the original Nathan's there. And uh, you you go and you get a couple Nathan's hot dogs before the contest, and some some uh, waffle fries, and you eat them, and then you go and watch people do What's this. What's the and perfect then... hot dog look like for you, man? What's on top of a perfect hot dog? Oh man, uh, sauerkraut, relish, mustard, sauerkraut. Sauerkraut, sauerkraut. What about you? No ketchup? No, I'm a mustard guy. What? Who doesn't eat a hot dog with ketchup? People who like mustard. Yeah, I like mustard too, but there there is nothing that goes on a hot dog first other than ketchup. It's ketchup, ketchup, then you put the stuff on that goes with it. And I love sauerkraut too. Don't get me wrong. Like to me, it's ketchup, mustard, and sauerkraut. I'm good after that. But no relish? Mm. I mean, if I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, I can handle a lot. If I'm on like my second or third hot dog, and I've had a hot dog or two already, and I want to switch it up a little bit, I have no problem with relish. And I like the relish that I have to scoop out, not the squeeze stuff, because then the juice comes out with it, and I'm, I'm, it's, it's making my bun a little bit soggy. So I'm, I'm liking the ketchup, the mustard, the sauerkraut. Then I'll maybe go ketchup, mustard, relish. Um, and hey, I've never turned down a chili dog in my life. Okay, so like, Fair you put a little chili and a little cheese on top. I can handle that as well. But I love sauerkraut. Like, I used to go to ball games, and because I was cheaping in college and I wanted to get more bang for my buck, I'd get nachos with cheese, and then I'd load sauerkraut on top of my chips. So sauerkraut, chips, and cheese, there's a sneaky good ballpark item for you. But, yeah, sauerkraut. But, dude, no ketchup? I mean, dear Lord, are you from the U.K.? I mean, I don't know. I think some of my ancestors are. So, okay, is ketchup a must, is ketchup a must have on a hot dog? Give us yes. a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jeff Turn says yes. I say no. I say it's mustard. Sauerkraut, to me, by the way, is a great utility food for your July 4th. And really forever. I love putting sauerkraut on, on basically everything. While everyone is talking about Shohei Otani's historic season, you might be missing history by a guy who has a better chance to win the World Series. That's next. Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcasts.